0: e ha
1: And Ricky.
2: We're here to share the success stories of people who took the opportunity to join the trades and how these opportunities can be achieved by anyone looking for success. What do you guys do for work now? Like I know, are you still working in the laborers union?
0: So I still have my 1091 book as well as my 798 book. Uh, but currently, I am working right out of the terminal in Superior um, with engineers. Something totally different from being a laborer or a welder's helper. Uh, it's a lot of computer work. I was going to
2: say engineers. It's a lot of, sounds like, a, sounds like an office job.
0: It, yeah. So I get to go on the field every so often. I just have to um, get some maps printed out. And I have to go out and I do the functional taking for the assets, So right now we're just replacing all of the tags. And so everybody from Canada gets all the same readings and we can uh, get those corrected. So then we can find like the drawings where they're located and everything. Like,
2: Oh, okay.
0: Keep telling me it's something very important, but I don't know.
2: (laughs) It sounds important.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that's what I do now. I, I'm still, it's, I'm still trying to get adjusted to it from, laboring all day long days long nights and coming home just wore out crusty and i mean the only thing that gets dirty is the bottom Ooh. of my boots now <laughs> <laughs> it's wore out and crusty <laughs> <laughs> say you probably
2: have a lot of headaches too from looking at
0: movie. i yeah it's 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 tough the to look at a all screen time. all day and so i mean i got a pretty cool desk like you press the up and down button so you can stand up and oh, sit God. down and yeah I don't know. It's, it's different though. It's different working with engineers and like, they're also like phone calls and just sitting there. I'm like, okay, like what else should I do guys? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's different. It's something I definitely have to still get adjusted to.
2: And then before that you were a welder's helper, right?
0: No, I uh, started out as a welder's helper. Then I did laboring and then, uh. Yeah, then I actually just I did a job before this one. I went down to um Becker, Minnesota and I actually helped I was actually my, my trainers so I did seven ninety eight training, right? So they have um there there's four guys that was training us how to do welder helper duties. And so I get a call and his name's his name's Bill. Call him Wild Bill. Um and he was just like, Hey, do you mind uh, helping the uh, the steward in becker minnesota i'm like yeah not knowing it was going to be him so i don't know that was pretty cool to go down there and you know be his helper
2: yeah when did you do that
0: uh so that was during the winter just oh this, okay. just this past winter yeah yeah and then i did that uh and i got both of my books um from going through the five skies training um with nick and Niri Kodrowski an amazing training like i i wish that it was open to everybody because like the things that they teach you in there like it's it's i don't know i still carry a lot of that stuff that they did um mending broken hearts and you know i so in their training it's like how are we going to have this relationship with these you know um, white people in the construction construction field like how are you guys going to get over those hurdles to you know work for them or work with them you know Um, So that helped me like tremendously going through that training and, you know, was that forgiving? What was that other thing that we did?
2: Oh, you did it too? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we actually got to, uh, we actually got to interview them too. Just amazing people.
3: Yeah. Nothing but love for them. Nick and Irie, yeah, yeah. oh, they're uh, they're the greatest. Yeah, they I, are. I love them too. Like Mama Bear, yeah, they're they're the best people ever, man. Like they opened up, they're opening up doors for natives all all across the U.S., man, and that's so awesome that, um, you know, like the opportunity and the chance that I took on doing that training to where it led me today. You know, like, um, it it just, it totally changed the way I look at life. It totally changed the way I live my life. Like, it, I got so much out of the training, and um, it helped me meet people. It helped me work on my work ethic. It helped me... Um, Budget. Oh, yeah, they do that. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> financial literacy. <laughs> yes, I still don't know anything about that, but I'll probably have to go back to Five Skies, try it one more time. <laughs> I just didn't wanna get it.
0: You just want to listen to Nick's <laughs> yeah. ever so soothing
3: voice. Oh yeah, yeah. He, uh, hard not to fall asleep when we were going through that part, but you know, like, <laughs>
2: hey. yeah. I think I think I heard recently you just got a with whitebird services
3: yes. one of our sponsors yes i did um well it started for me after the five skies thing you know i uh well i was still at the treatment center actually like because uh 2020 put us all down you know like <laughs> yeah. put everybody away put you in a closet and you know don't come out you know don't let anybody cough on you wear your mask do everything you got to do to get by um but yeah, then so the training that I did um took effect and Nick and Nairi got, put a post out about um pipe, pipeline technology? Is that what it was? Pipe or pipeline safety? And I went to that and that started um got me into the labors union in two thousand twenty? Was it two thousand twenty? No, 2019 november 2019 oh november 2020 yeah november 2020 i don't know um i know it was just a flagging gig um i did that for a couple months and i got laid off almost cried first (laughs) lay first time everybody ever told me you know well this is is gonna be your last day (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to (laughs) leave you know, like, and, and, you know, like, he's like, well, this happens to everybody, every job, you know, like, you ain't never, you know, when you start a job, it's always going to end, and, you know, so I had to kind of learn that, and I was January 5th, uh, well, I got laid off January 5th, 2021, and Precision called me on January 12th or 13th, like, a week later, and, you know like uh, you're gonna be on an environmental crew you know with uh flip and so i went and did that and i went 10 months hard at that till october and uh learned a lot um improved my skills of showing up um that was six days a week for 10 months straight and you know like uh there was days in there where i wanted to quit where i wanted to drag up but it's like you know the better part of me you know like using my heart and using uh what my dad you know kind of ingrained in me like um just to keep going you know whether you're sore or not it's like get up and and do you know do what you got to do to um provide you know for your family for yourself and so i i just kept that in my mind every day you know and um i got laid off in october i was off until april and i took a job with the refinery the synovus refinery and that was in april and i just um friday was my last day uh thursday came around and i got a call from Derek, and um he was like, I, I really want you to come work with us. And um, he was like, it's on line three. And I was like, what? You know, because that's where my heart's set. You know, my heart's set on the environmental side of things mm-hmm. and um, actually putting work in. So, and and, you know, like right now it's a blessing that, you know, that somebody I don't even know was watching me was actually watching me work when I was out there. And, you know, so it's like my work ethic, you know, proved itself, you know, and um, that made me feel good, you know, because I, I, didn't, I didn't think anybody was watching. I worked for me, you know, I worked yeah. for me and, you know, my boss when he put the whip on. But, you know, it's like I just did what I did, you know, and, and I'm glad someone saw that, you know, saw that I could um, get it done yeah saw the saw the potential yep make it through the days and um and it felt good to know that you know that um i have abilities that other people saw you know and um i'm just grateful for the opportunity you know to to um, you know get work in for whitebird
1: Congratulations! What so you're going to be doing environmental work then?
2: Is that still with the 1091?
3: Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. La- labor's union. That's all I've been is labor's union, and um, I haven't been, you know, I haven't been directed wrong yet, you know, about any of the jobs I did. It's like, and with who I am as a person, it's easy for me to, you know, like uh, throw throw what I don't need off to the side and just, you know, like be a positive person all the time because that's just who I am so it's been really easy for me to meet these people you know don't matter what color what you know what um culture what heritage anything like that you know it's like I know how to um relate with everybody and I know how you know just um experience does a lot you know like especially when it comes to working with other people and um liking what I do, you know, and, and understanding that what I'm doing isn't for anybody else. It's for me, you know, I'm there to, to be there for me and my family, you know, and I try to put that out to everybody that I get to meet. It's nice to
2: hear that, you know, you're willing to take, do whatever it takes to provide for your family. And uh, do you guys see yourselves in the laborers union? Long term career wise, till
0: so, you so, retire. Well, like I said, I'm still paying for my 798 and 1091 books. Um,
2: what does that mean, though? Paying for it.
0: <clears throat> so you got uh dues. You got dues to pay every every month. Oh, to okay. be an active active member and stuff. Um, I actually saw. So, being an engineer aide, currently I wanted to get back into doing laboring, mm-hmm. but I was told to stay where I am because I have a really good opportunity and I'm staying. So <laughs> it's it's a tough choice right now um, just because I'm getting paid a little less right. than I was as, you know, if I was laboring or being a welder helper and... But I guess, I don't know, you just got to stick it out sometimes and make that, make that sacrifice and somewhere down the road, it's all going to work out, you know, so.
3: <laughs> Keep those hands soft.
0: <laughs> it's also
1: a good experience too, just to have that on your resume also. Yeah, yeah
0: that's it's, true. And that's something that I've been super fortunate to um, have been able to be a part of is, everything that i've done all the way from like welder helper like they've put me everywhere so i worked um i did mainline and then i also got to go to do tie-ins and experience that part of you know of it and uh then learning everything that i did while i was laboring and now jumping into where everything happens you know and behind the scenes yeah like it's 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 pretty cool like Cause now I'm going like it's it's like I'm backtracking. So when I was doing laboring, like that's that's ending right where mm-hmm. it's all covered up. Like you never even knew that it was all dug up and there's, you know, mm-hmm. fresh pipe there or anything. And I got to be able to be a part of every little, you know, piece pretty much.
2: So I don't know, it's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, it's from like design to yep actually executing the the build. I would say yep. So, if you guys don't mind me asking, how much did you guys get paid as laborers?
3: Labor scale. <laughs> Journeyman wages.
0: <laughs> Journeyman
3: scale. Um, we
0: were told to never tell. Yeah. That's <laughs> enough. A, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We get paid enough to want to <laughs> stay.
3: <laughs> it's enough to put food on the table. Let's just say that. It's enough to pay the bills, you know, pay all. Uh, for rent and stuff like that, and and have a little leftover, you know. I yeah, mean, so I'm, I'm not. I'm not a flashy person, you know. I was gonna wear my XJ900s, but Ooh. I didn't, you know. <laughs> you know, like the ones I got from Kmart back in '98. Oh. <laughs> <That's the> retro! <laughs> but yeah, it, it's um, it varies. It the scale varies depending on what the Which work that job. You, yep the work that you're doing um, the harder the work the more you're gonna get paid for it okay. you know, I mean if you want to go home with a sore back every day you're probably gonna get paid a little more for that <laughs> if you want to if you want to go home with soft hands you're probably gonna get paid for that <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so it's like you want to swing a hammer you want to um, break out concrete all day you want to you know like finished concrete or you know you want to pour concrete it's like um the scales are going to be different everywhere all depends on what you're doing yep okay but um like once you get your hours in as a after like the apprenticeship and stuff like that which me and ashley were kind of you know fortunate in that sense you know we started on the pipeline so um that grandfather us right in at journeyman scale um journeyman usually you know an apprentice takes 3,000 3,000 hours I think to get to that well my first year at pipeline it's like I'm I had like (laughs) 2,400 hours just one year so yeah it it was a lot you know and I I think you know um I got maybe almost I'm almost covered already this year with a thousand hours you know it's like um your personal life is put on hold when you do what we do, you know your family life, your you know you sa- you know there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into the into working a construction job, especially when they're requiring you to work six days a week, sometimes seven, you know, 12 hour days, ten hour days. Um, you know, I used to leave my house at six in the morning i wouldn't get home till you know six six thirty at night and i'm so wore down as soon as i get out of the shower as soon as i you know like make myself something to eat it's like it's oh, eight o'clock it's like say bedtime. It's <laughs> bedtime yeah you know And my daughter's like like is that all you do dad you know and it's like that's all i do you know and and, and she understands that now you know she understands what i'm trying to do that i'm um, trying to build something that I thought I was never capable of. You know, I'm trying to build a pension. I'm trying to build a retirement. I'm trying to, you know.
2: Um, build a future. Yep,
3: build a future. Like, um, I don't see myself going to live off, you know, live off the land out back on my res or anything like that, you know, because that. You know that's probably more work than I'm doing now <laughs> <laughs> you know, just to be honest
2: so what so are the benefits good, like health insurance
3: and like you said pension retirement yes, uh labor's pension is one of the best um health care coverages um vacation coverages that you can probably come across right now um Right now, my dues are only $39 a month, and that won't ever change. And that's for coverage for, you know, my two daughters and myself and my soon-to-be wife, if I ever get there with her, you know, like her and her kids. (laughs) (laughs) Hint, hint. (laughs) Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we're going to Vegas.
2: (laughs) That's cool, though. Um. I did want to circle back to when you said that it was a really good opportunity to be an engineer's aide. Do you have, do you guys have any goals in your career that you want to hope to accomplish?
0: So my goal would be to probably be in a position where I'm going to be paid more than Joel. (laughs) (laughs) I'll, I'll be out there. Watching him work and, I don't know, maybe doing safety or something of the sort.
3: Bossing me around again. That's that's the (laughs) ultimate goal. (laughs) That's the ultimate goal. Hey, you're doing that wrong and put your gloves on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those aren't the right set of gloves.
2: (laughs) Go home and change.
3: (laughs) But that's what I believe for Ashley, though, too, is, like, the opportunity that she's sitting on. Yeah, you know, like. It's a struggle now but I see that opening doors to bigger and better uh opportunities down the road just um hanging in there you know like in, in that, and sometimes that sucks but it's like yeah she I think she'll be pretty good after she gets through this you know this this little chapter of you know yeah. like where she's at I think she's going to be very successful in the trades or Whatever she decides to do, you know. oh
0: I agree. Thank you.
3: <laughs> She's really just smart. <laughs>
2: um, well hold on here. What about you now? What are some of
3: goals that you have? I like work.
1: <laughs> You're just gonna work forever.
3: Yeah. No, um yeah, I just like I said, I wanna build a pension. I wanna build a retirement. Um, I want to make my, you know, my kids' life easier after, you know, like, when it's my time, you know, my mm-hmm. time to to go and, you know, like, I, I want my kids to have what I've never had, you know, have some kind of stability when I'm gone, you know, and it, it's like I didn't have that growing up and maybe that's a good thing, you know, that I didn't have that. Maybe that's why I have the et- ethic I have today, you know, is... Cause I didn't have that, and I had to earn everything that you know that I'm doing now. And but my goal is to just um, be better than I was, you know, mm-hmm. yesterday or you know the day before or you know even 20 years ago, and um, just to keep moving forward and trying to um, prove to myself that that I'm worthy of of uh, making things happen for myself in a in a good way. The Ojibwe.
0: <laughs> I remember when Joel first started laboring, he was like, Come here. And I'm like, What? And he's like, Feel these arms. <laughs> and he said, like, Oh. And he's like, Yeah, you like that? <laughs> so then when I worked, so then when I worked, I he said, Hey, Joel, come here. And he's like, Well, I said, Feel that.
3: <laughs> Both
0: just buff. <laughs> yeah, it
3: does. It, it's a workout, man. It's awesome. Like, uh, Ashley's are a little more toned than mine, but I get by. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So she could probably beat you up, is that what you're saying?
3: Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Stop that. Yeah, you. <laughs> Cheesy guys. <laughs>
1: so have you guys worked together on a job site before?
0: Uh, yes. Um, So we would see each other, and so we would pretty much have to come and learn how to put silt fences in. Um, we would come and help. Um, this was when I was what, with Four Star. We would mm-hmm. come and help each other. Pretty much. Oh, so.
2: okay. I've seen a bunch of those. Um, what, what are silt they for? Silt fences? Yeah, the silt fences.
3: What are they for? Um, They contain anything getting off the right-of-way. Like any, you know, they filter They filter water that comes down and it holds all the silt. That's why, you know, like the silt, that's anything underneath the ground, any mud, anything like that. Like anything that shouldn't be there? Yeah. Oh. Well, well, they just can't, you know, like the way it's contracted is... They got to leave everything exactly the same as it was before they got there. So they can't have dirt going down the hill that ain't supposed to be there. So oh, okay. everything's got to stay right where it was. That's why, like, when, you know, they're digging everything up, they have it in, like, these different piles. piles. You know? Oh, okay. So they got to put that back in the ground all the way it came out. Oh, it's so, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I like about it, you know, the, like the environmental side of it, and you know, like that—that like that was so awesome to like learn all that, you know, like you know. restoration and stuff yeah, like, that. like yeah. we're walking around out there with little cedars. Yeah, like, you know, this is
2: easy. <laughs> you know, like
3: we do, you know, we've been swinging hammers for the last eight months, and we finally get a cedar. <laughs> I'm gonna take my time. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, we didn't get many easy days out there, but when we did, I was, you know, it was truly took, a blessing. Took advantage. of yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, big time, you know.
1: And now a message from our sponsor, PolyMet Mining. Did you know that northern Minnesota has the world's largest untapped deposit of copper, nickel, and other precious metals? And that these raw materials are the building blocks of modern life used in everything from life-saving medical devices to cell phones, computers, solar farms, and electric cars. PolyMet Mining plans to supply American industry with these essential metals from a mine and processing facility near Hoyt Lakes. It's a project that will create hundreds of family-sustaining jobs in both its construction and operation phases, all while meeting every single strict federal and state environmental standard. Learn more about this vital work at polymetmining.com. So, what is your favorite part about your job? Or
2: for yeah, like,
1: actually, you can answer about
0: the terminal, or you can answer
2: like about throughout on your the whole field. career. I would um, say yeah.
0: just learning new things each day. Um, I don't know. My whole thing in recovery is. Uh, Remaining teachable um, mm. and to continue to be open-minded. So I, like I knew that. this was going to be a whole different ball game. like, you know, engineering aid, like, a little intimidating. Um, but, like, I don't know, I fit right in, and I caught on really quick to um, the tasks that I have to do. So I, it's just learning, learning every day. Like, there's something that I learn every single day that I'm there.
2: I, I um, like that, uh, always be
3: teachable. Yeah, to, I might have
2: to steal that
3: I'll quote me <laughs> 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 Ashley 2022 <laughs> be teachable <laughs> so what's yours then uh, mine is challenging myself every day cause um you know like there was so many days in my life where I didn't feel like I was worthy of anything you know it's like um it feels like my mental health was bad. My emotional health was bad. Um, it's like I never had a good thing going in my life, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, I had I had children, but it's like I didn't know how to be a father, you know. Right. And I, I had to develop that. And um, being a, fa- a good father who, you know, ain't actively using drugs or drinking or at the bar all the time, it's like so, you know, like right now it's like i challenge myself to those you know and and i've been conquering that that fear of being a, a bad father every day and uh it's like i'm here and i'm trying and i'm doing everything that i can possibly do to to make my life better and to try to encourage my children to you know like um Kinda, to make their lives better
2: i feel like that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot too is like it's it's hard
3: <laughs> oh it is it, it it really is you know it, it's um it, it's been you know like everything but easy yeah you know i mean it, it hasn't been easy living living uh the, the days in my shoes and going through the things that i had to go through you know and um, I sometimes wonder how I'm still here, you know. And and, and by the grace of Gitchimani do you know it's like we get to be here, right here, right now.
2: Ho-a.
1: Ho-a. so do you guys have any fun stories to
0: tell us? I used to sign on my portal body pictures on my feet. <laughs> I said, hey, Joel, I just wanted to let you know I'm thinking of you again.
3: (laughs) What a shitty thing to do. (laughs) Literally. Literally. (laughs) I think mine would have to be... um, Receiving those pictures. (laughs) Yeah, receiving those pictures. Um, I think mine would have to be when I used to come into the porta-potties and... um, you know, it, it was cold out. We're all muddy and stuff like that, and there'd be footprints backwards next to the toilet seat. <laughs> I was like, oh
1: my god! What?
3: Ooh, what are you doing? <laughs> so I think they're hovering,
2: <laughs> squatting. Shy little fellow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those get cold sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: freezing. Oh my goodness.
2: So just to kind of like wrap up a little bit, what would you say to somebody who, you know, doesn't know what to do with their lives or, you know, maybe looking for a different career path? What would you say to them about like the union or what you get or what you do or anything like that?
0: Uh, Don't be afraid of change. Um,
2: Always be teachable.
0: Yes. Always, always remain teachable. Um, Take a leap of faith whenever you can Um, to me you know the unknown is always scary but there's so many rewards into doing something different
3: I second that (laughs) I knew you were going to say something (laughs) what she said (laughs) (laughs) diddle ho auntie (laughs) Um, yeah like I, I believe in challenging yourself you know challenging yourself And having the courage to be different and to do things different um, on the regular, like get outside the comfort zone, because with that, you know, it's like you're you're truly growing, you know, and you're truly learning new things and you're becoming teachable.
2: Oh.
3: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Well,
2: thank you so much for coming down to do the interview with us and letting us get to know you and.
1: And sharing your stories, yeah,
3: we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys having us on. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, I know I've been trying to get up here for a minute, but um, BS. You know, but my side. We we over had here. a
0: date set, and Joel never showed up. Well, neither did I. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh,
1: Things happen. It's okay. As long as you know, you guys are here now, and. We had a good
2: time and a lot of time laughing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fun.
3: That's that's uh, my grandpa used to say that's that's our way of healing, is you know when we're laughing all together in a moment, that's our body's way of healing, and because we're all living right here, right now. All right. Well,
2: Whew. to get back to the trivia question, then, if that's all you have for us, that's all I got. So, the question was, how many bricks are in the Great Wall of China?
0: All of them. <laughs> the
2: easiest answer to say.
3: Uh, how many miles was that again?
2: 13,171 miles.
3: So, there'd probably be about 130,170,000. Five.
2: <laughs> Very specific guess. There you go. I'll go with it. What do you think?
1: One billion.
2: With a B? With a B. Well, you're both
0: Well, how big are the bricks, first of all? <laughs>
2: I don't know. Brick size? Brick size. Your laborer, you should know.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: So the answer is three billion eight hundred and seventy three million, roughly.
1: Closest wow. that never happens. I just said, <laughs> I said all of them. <laughs> I mean, you were right then. <laughs>
2: so it's 13,171 miles long. It took 24 years to build, which sounds kind of impressive. 13,000 miles in 24 years. And if you were to walk it from one side to the other, it would take you 18 months.
3: Wonder how mature laborers got paid,
0: right? Probably. Journeyman wage? <laughs> Journeyman scale. <Yes. laughs>
2: but yeah, so again, thank you guys for coming down and letting us interview you. Miigwech. All right, well, from all of us here at Middle of the Res Road, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Miigwech.